0: Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before.
1: Hey, good morning, friends. It's Ryan Frank. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Chat. hope everybody's doing well. The number on the screen, 833-792-6372, is the number to text if you have a question, a comment, someone you think I should interview on the podcast. Here in a few moments, you're going to hear from Nick Ransom. Nick is the children's pastor at a large church in Kansas City, and I want to talk to him today about what's going on at his church and what's going on at home. We're going to have a great conversation. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, friends, a couple announcements, a couple housekeeping things. First of all, if you go to Kids Matter and you push the training button at the top of the screen, you're going to see a new drop down called Parenting in Coronaville. We have created a one hour workshop that you can share with your parents. Here's what we know, families everywhere are having a super hard time right now. They are stressed out, but we wanna help you be a hero to the families in your church so that you can help your families thrive when other families are surviving and barely keeping their head above water. This is a one hour workshop I've assembled a team of speakers. This is all pre-recorded. So what that means is you can share this workshop. You can buy a license to share this workshop with all the families in your church. You get the one hour workshop, a video version, an audio version, a reproducible workbook, social media graphics, a promo video, and all kinds of good stuff. It's called Parenting in Coronaville go to kidsmatter.com and push that training button and check out the Parenting in Coronaville workshop. Also, every day, the most popular downloads on kidsmatter.com gets updated. We have two new ones that hit the most popular of the week today. That is 7-Eleven and the Back to School Survival Kit. Here's how 7-Eleven works. There are 10 different versions of this game, like name seven Bible characters, seven books of the Bible, seven games you might play on recess, seven of your favorite apps on your device. That's game is seven. It's only five bucks. You get a video version. You get a PowerPoint version, a keynote version. You get just the graphics if you want to do it yourself and run this in Media Shout or ProPresenter. Or whatever you use the back to school survival kit hit the most popular downloads today Uh, this is a great resource for you to share with parents during what might be one of the most bonkers school years ever all right all this is at kidsmatter.com go check it out if you've not been there and now's the time to subscribe to kids matter magazine the fall issue goes to the printer within a week or so, so if you want to receive the fall issue of Kids Matter magazine, it's the best use of 20 bucks that you'll spend as a Kidman leader. Go to kidsmatter.com and get subscribed. Nick Ransom is my guest today. Nick Ransom is the children's pastor at Church of the Resurrection, Church of the Resurrection, which is a growing, vibrant church Nick, good morning. How are you, sir? Hey, good morning, Ryan. It's good to see you. Hey, You too. Is Church of the Resurrection in Kansas City or is it in a suburb of Kansas City? Uh, we have five campuses.
0: One campus is in Kansas City and okay. the rest are just in suburbs around Kansas City. The one I'm, I'm at is in southern Kansas City. Uh, Leewood is Leawood. the town we are in, but one of our downtown campuses, for those who watch sports, is within walking distance of the Sprint Center, so. Nice. uh, Basketball being played, college
1: basketball. Love it. it. Nick, I was trying to think this morning when you and I first met each other, and I know we met through our mutual friend, Judy Comstock. Yes, Judy. Don't you feel like it's been, gosh, why do I feel like it's been 10 years ago? Do you think it's been 10 years? I was actually trying to think the
0: same thing, because I think we were doing a workshop together in like St. Louis. Yes. One of the first things I did once I joined Judy's staff was here at Church of the Resurrection was to do that and we went to St. Louis for some training on some workshops we were going to lead in our areas I think that's it so that's been like 15
1: years ago I think Ryan not to make you feel old we were teenagers back then right. <laughs> We were teenagers I think that was, I was going into seventh grade All right that's, years that's ago. where I was I know when Nick and I first met and I I th- it feels like I didn't know Nick very long before I got word that Nick and his wife were going to have like quintuplets or whatever they're called. Didn't you have, you guys have like eight kids at one time? Only three, but yeah. Oh, okay. But it felt like, I don't know are they called quintuplets. You had triplets. I had triplets,
0: yes. What and a they, jerk. and they, Ryan, are, are about to turn 13. So
1: 13. Oh, that's pretty, yes. So did you guys ever, did you get married thinking we want to, we want to have a, we want to get birth to a bowling team all at one time? Or did
0: <laughs> No. Uh, so we actually had one more after that, and I always say, "Is I'm glad we had triplets first because I really had no idea what <laughs> my it word having, uh, kids entail." So if I was like, "So it was best I didn't really know," versus yeah. having one then having three, I was like, "Man, I'd be freaking out because one's a lot of work." And it's to well deploy you
1: know, that. To my, um, we never we, we the doctors told us we should never have any kids to begin with. So after years and years of trying, part of our journey is we got help with a fertility doctor and we went through all this stuff and I remember the first time like we found out we were pregnant when you go through all this infertility stuff I mean they um they we had the possibility of having multiples and he was like I promise um you know we're not we're not going to put so many in you that you're going to have like a basketball team Uh, (laughs) because you hear these stories of these people giving birth to crazy numbers of kids but yeah what a journey, kids are great! I can't believe those triplets are did you say thirteen be thirteen in two weeks that's nuts yes, it is nuts so how how are the ransoms surviving what's what's um this pandemic what's it look like in um Missouri? yeah, so we shut down right around uh spring break, so it would be
0: mid march uh, okay we did School all going to being at home like many people. Um, our church closed in gather in person events, worship, all that has been uh, closed since March, and we haven't haven't returned yet. There are really? conversations possibly about returning back. Um, school was supposed to actually today was supposed to be the first day of school for many of our students in our school district area, and that's been postponed to after Labor Day, um, and then it's going to begin like at least for my kid's school district, it's going to begin. Um, totally online, um, totally uh, that uh, virtual experience with the hope of maybe in about a month or so in October, that maybe there might be a few options for like a hybrid where you can okay. split and do some uh, virtual and some go in person, maybe once or twice a week. So gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. we've been spending a lot of time together as a family, as much anyone else. And the biggest, the biggest lifesaver for us has been, uh, it's been Baseball being because I got three already, right? So we can go out go to the you field Way to a team. Yeah, my daughter plays softball. So we were
1: actually out there last night the field, Now, a, Are, you, are yeah. you going to the church and working or is everybody working from home or
0: yeah? I'm doing a little bit
1: from the church.
0: So obviously okay. today I am in my daughter's room. So yeah, here's the Pick thing. that up. It looks like you are in a preteens <laughs> bedroom. Yes. Yeah Here's what I found the longer this goes used to be like when I first started working home, everyone was pumped to have me like work in their room and stuff. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. come, back, come work in your room. I'll say yeah. this. Or now it's like, I'm sitting on the floors. I'm like, can I borrow your room for a little bit here? And they're like, dad, when's your next meeting? Can you go somewhere? Come on? On. Yeah. So I'm working at home a lot. And I do, we're allowed to go back in the church. Like we're doing some filming and there's some work that we have to do at church. So it's probably on average, maybe eight, eight ish hours a week. I, right. there. I was there
1: yesterday morning doing some stuff gotcha so are you guys so with the kids ministry are you doing pre-recorded like services once a week are you doing zooms what's it look like
0: these yeah days? yeah so we've kind of changed as we've gone like most people and trying to figure out what works best so currently what we're doing now is we're doing pre-recorded um, videos that we're dropping on our we created it we have a youtube channel now so that's gotcha. dropping a pre-recorded video we do an elementary and an early childhood video and those ones that we film and then we share those And then we are doing uh, Zoom calls, and um, like we've done ones that are more of, you know, like a Sunday school group that you would think we'd talk together, we break into Zoom rooms, and then we do game nights. And I just, because I popped on when they were showing, I don't want to add a shameless plug, but but using some of your games from Kids Matter, those screen games. Are they liking those? Yes, I think the favorite one is the one where it's the cats meowing. Oh my gosh. The songs, oh my gosh. Yes there you thought, go that should be, is that on the screen for most downloads right there
1: <laughs> yeah it was for a long time it was for a long time yeah um, that's awesome um so and will you text me later the you can i share the youtube link yeah sure. everybody? we'll put it in the yeah. show notes if people want to oh, yeah. see what you're doing is that cool definitely for sure okay. so if you'll when we're done text me the link to that yep. you we'll put it in the show show notes so you can check out some of what you're doing um so one thing I want to talk to you about today, Nick. You've got four kids at home, which is awesome. Admire that. It's a lot. Kid raising kids these days is it a lot. Is a ton of work. You get that. I get that. It's. I I felt like I knew everything that there was about parenting until I had kids of my own.
0: Right.
1: I mean, I was an expert at it. Now, like, geez, you We're know, left now. yeah, and what? We, I think, you know, we have a 15 year old special needs that, that Mm -hmm. creates this dynamic. So it's always been a little different with her. So now we've got really, although we have a teenager, now our 10 year old, really for the first time we're experiencing like preteen years for a typical kid and having to navigate like, are we going to let you do Snapchat or not? And TikTok and how much time on your device and all this stuff that you would probably would have dealt with five years ago, had Lucy been typical but now we're having to wrestle through this. It's tough, mm-hmm. and um, it's also tough, I think, for anybody, but especially people in ministry. It's tough to know when to shut off, and how do you really balance work and home? You know, I, I admire people that, I don't know, I, sh- I shouldn't say maybe admire is not the right word, but sometimes I envy people that have these jobs and we're, there's great jobs, but they're actually able to leave at five o'clock. They leave their computer at home. I mean, at the office, and like they really don't have to think about work until the next day when they get there. But I think for pastors and ministry leaders, it's on us all the time because we are carrying this, this spiritual weight and this responsibility. Um, do you feel that tension?
0: Yes, definitely. Um, yeah. I even I had those same thoughts, man. Man, it would it be nice if like I just wrapped up for a day, like oh, Friday, wow. you're good, and then yeah. wait for Monday? But you know, your Saturday is the day you gotta you know, check your emails and you dread because your text, you know, things are coming. <laughs> in. It used to be
1: pre-COVID, like oh, I
0: can't help out or I'm not gonna be there or what's happening? Yep. Someplace? Right, yep. Yeah,
1: yep, for sure. What have you? So, and then, and I, we, Nick and I, before we started the coffee chat, we were talking about the fact that neither of us are experts in this. Cause I said, Nick, I'd really like to steer the conversation toward how do you balance work and home and how do you, if you can, what's that look like? And we both agree that neither of us are experts at this. We both need to grow and improve and get better. But Nick, what are a few things that you have found that you do totally saying as a preface that right. you are not claiming to be a guru at this or expert or have this down as do I. But what are some things you try to do to strike that balance? And when you're with your kids and when you're at home, you really try to be there.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. Thanks for that preface. So that, yeah, because it's wow. something I'm working on and yeah. kind of add it down. And then, you know, COVID changes things and then probably change back again. So yeah. some thing, a couple of things that I try and do and look to do is like one is just to be kind of aware and take pick up on cues from mostly my wife but also from you know maybe coworkers or other people that are just hinting at hey you know maybe you need to slow down or now that my kids are getting older they'll give me hints too but generally my my wife is really good at letting me know if my work-life balance is is not good right and she'll let me know and
1: i think that's share that with you and if you can if you can foster those conversations and give your spouse permission to be like um enough's enough and sometimes, I don't know, sometimes she doesn't even have, Beth doesn't even have to tell me. I just yeah. kind of pick it up like, okay, I need to put the phone down. Yeah. Um, I get it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But that's good. And don't, and welcome that feedback because you're right. Your spouse, at the end of the day, your spouse has your best interests in mind. Right, right. The and then the family, so accept it, take it. Right. And they can see how, like, if your relationship with, you know, like. With your kids it's like
0: oh man you haven't really spent much time with them they can view that and sometimes i'm like i'm like totally totally blind to that like i have
1: just exactly like, use your focus tunnel vision on something
0: where's your coffee
1: i've not seen you this is the coffee chat
0: i know i don't drink coffee so i was Come
1: like
0: oh, oh man i'm not a coffee drinker i'm sorry to all those in the morning drinks. you do like pepsi or mountain dew or tea or what is it i don't i usually i don't want to guilt anyone but i usually drink a a vitamin mix with my water after a run. So oh, no, no, I don't like. Sorry. All <laughs>
1: right, we're going to wrap up the coffee <laughs> chat. um shaming me on my own coffee chat. I know. I'm I so sorry.
0: No, that's good. That's I good. I thought I'd start drinking coffee when I came a dad, right? But I still like. I just don't. You like never it. have enjoyed it. Oh, no, I just don't like. It. I tried a few fancy Starbucks drinks with lots of you know stuff in it. And I can, hey, if you're not feeling, then it. it's like,
1: ah, yeah. So. All right. So yeah, take the feedback of your spouse, ask your spouse. I think that is so smart. Like, Hey, you have permission. If I'm working too much at home or whatever, yeah, th- th- I, I don't want that. And so invite that into mm-hmm. the atmosphere and culture of your home. Right. Right. What
0: else? Another thing I like to do is just uh, to be intentional, like with my time with my kids is like, so I, I try not to do this is like when we start doing something, whether it's taking the kids to the field to hit baseballs or, you know, where my daughter loves to do Legos, we're building Legos is, I try to leave my phone on top of the fridge and I'm not checking it right. There are now there are exceptions like Saturday night uh, before, you know, our special event or someone that needs to talk and like, I'll do that. But by and large, like I have to be done, try to be done with my phone, done with my emails and know that things can probably wait on that and just try to really give that time to To my kids, and really be focused on that. So there's not that distraction where I'm, you know, doing something, but then I'm pulling out my phone and and uh, mm. trying to answer an email or answer text that's really could wait a little bit. So I'm just trying like try to shut it down here. Um, and I know people that can reach me and stuff. And that's totally fine. But it's like, you know, I'll get to it when, after a certain time, I'll get to it when it's good for me and where my kids know that they're a priority too. Because I don't think like the church is always the priority versus them. So no, you guys are the pride. I don't need to answer my phone. Like there'll be many times my phone rings and my kids look at it like dad are you can to answer. No, nope, I'm not answering that right now. Unless, you know, unless it's someone I know. Or if it's my wife calling,
1: I'll answer, but you know like eh, I'm not answering this. I think, right that, now. I think that's smart. Yeah, when um a long time ago I heard somebody say that when you're there be there. And man, yeah. these things can be the biggest distraction in the world and they do communicate a lot if we're if we're on these non-stop mm-hmm. and yes, I think I think what you said Nick is one more thing before you get to your final point there's a lot of truth to the fact that if it's genuinely an emergency someone will be able to find you somehow right um, I think sometimes we try to justify it in our head I've got to carry my phone in my pocket in case an emergency or whatever but right. honestly if it's an emergency someone will someone will find you I also like we did I'm not trying to be a name dropper, but like a month or two ago, I did a coffee chat with Michael Jr., the comedian, because yes. it was before the, the big movie launch on Selfie Dad. And so it was kind of cool. I felt like I was flying in some high clouds that day, but I asked him this question because Selfie Dad's all about like really being the dad God intended you to be and stuff. And I asked him a similar question, like, what do you do practically at home? And he had a few ideas. One of them was he bought a burner phone or whatever you call them like a cheap burner phone that his wife knows the number to, his kids know the number it, and like his parents know the number to hmm. it. and he said sometimes like on the weekends like I turn my iPhone I power it off and I'll just for the weekend carry my burner phone and if it's an emergency my parents can get a hold of me my kids know the number nobody else knows it yeah but I'm not getting notifications and Facebooks and all this. I thought that's not a bad idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. All the time, have a burner phone that few people know the number to. But it's like, so if they're genuinely it is an emergency, somebody can get a hold of me. But I'm going to disconnect. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's And true. really be intentional. All right. Yeah. Final point, Nick. This has been good. Yeah. One thing, I
0: th- a little just quick background on this one. Like before yeah. I worked at the Church of the Resurrection, I worked at a, a church in Michigan and loved working there. And, but one of the biggest challenge was, and this, we were just married and I, we didn't have any kids yet, triplets kind of arrived, but we never got uh, to worship together, never went to a service together, never did, you know, and that, that was really tough. So when we yeah. came, when, when, when I came to Kansas city, one of the things that, one of the great things about this church was there's one, there's been this one service that there's no elementary kids programming happening. And so that's kind of been, it's, it's a Saturday afternoon service, five o'clock, and that's kind of been a service that we have really prioritized, you know, like me and my wife, and then also with our kids. And so there have been times where we have, you know, left different things or, you know, things that were fun or like, all right, we gotta get to church or we're gonna get, we're gonna need to turn on our TV now to watch, watch the service at five or whatever like that, but just kind of like prioritizing that as a family to make sure that we're worshiping and attending church together and just showing that to our kids. And then kind of just the flip side with that, would be also trying to involve my kids the ministry as much as as i can so there's times i have to do things that they can be a part of it so they've done all kinds of things to doing little skits like during this time at home they were so when we first started we did like facebook live and videos here from my kitchen and so i had one of them filming i had one of them uh be a part of it we even have a mascot part of the children's So one of them dressed up as the mascot and they were part of that so we get them involved in different things and um And just this morning, something popped up in my memories when we were doing our back to school event where they were there helping me get things going and doing work and getting things going. So just, you know, prioritizing, going to church, worshiping together, and then just looking for ways. Now, I don't want to do that, you know, involve them too much where they get tired of it, but just trying to find that right balance where they can can serve, but also, you know, um, find that that's a unique opportunity. And then to use that as like, hey, you get to work with dad. And then, oh, we'll stop at, wherever to grab a drink or something at afterwards with them, you know, or a burger.
1: Yeah. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot, Nick. Yeah. I'm, I'll commit to this. If you will, will you pray for me for the next week every day and I'll pray for you for the next week every day. That would be amazing. Love okay. to do that. Yes. The dads we need to be right. And that we will, that God will give us wisdom with our kids and in our marriage for the next seven. So today is Thursday. Third so today, Thursday. Thursday, I'm going to give you my word every day. I'm going to pray for you by name and your family. We do the same for me. I will do it for you for sure, man. All right. Final question. Yes. Give a word of encouragement to someone who's watching or listening today um, that maybe feels discouraged. Maybe they're, maybe they're, they feel like there's too many unknowns or they're not getting the participation they need um, or if whatever the discouragement is. They're a Kidman leader discouraged. Would you just speak a word of, of life and blessing over sure. them?
0: No, one of the things we, one of the things we have at our church is, uh, the worst thing is never the last thing when you follow Jesus, right? So the worst thing is never the last thing. And we use that a lot around Easter, but it's something that's really been permeating throughout since really since March is to know that when you follow Jesus, when Jesus is the center of your life, there's always hope because, you know, we look at Easter one, but because he's always with us and the worst thing is never the last. thing. So I encourage like Whatever you're struggling with, whatever it is, know that it's not the last thing because uh, Jesus has the final word. And just to look for those small steps of, you know, encouragement—small steps that you can find wins in, small things where you can do do things for one person that you wish you could do for them. But just to look for those small um, one steps to um, help encourage other people and at the same time
1: encourage yourself. So the worst I, thing is never the last thing. Good word, Nick Thank Ransom. You. Thanks for everything you're okay. doing. Thank you, Ron. Kansas you, City. Yeah, we love you. If, you. if I can ever serve you or anything, let me know. But thanks for speaking to the community today. You're you awesome. All right. Have a good one, Nick. Thank you, man. All right. It's Nick Ransom, Church of the Resurrection. Go check out their ministry. Nick is going to um, get us a link to their Kids Ministry YouTube channel so you can see what they are doing. We will put that in the show notes. You can always find the show notes at kidsmatter.com, K-I-D-Z-M-A-T-T-E-R.com. Don't forget those of you just jumping in. Today we announced uh, the Parenting in Coronaville Workshop. This is a workshop to help you help your parents and your ministry win this fall. It's a one-hour training that you share with all of your parents. You get the audio, the video, the reproducible workbook, promo video, social graphics, Parents are struggling right now, and we want to help you be a hero and help these parents win. Go to kidsmatter.com. There's a button at the top that says training. Push that button. Once you push that button, you'll see the Parenting in Coronaville workshop. Friends, we'll see you tomorrow at the same time for tomorrow's daily coffee chat with Ryan Frank. Talk to you tomorrow.